0: Depending on the type of day. Type of day? Depending on the type of day, the French go either way. I mean, Is it like a Monday or like, is it like a Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know what type of day it is, but today feels like the type of day where I'd be gay. <laughs> Imagine if it were like that. You wake <laughs> up and you're like, huh. So everybody needs to know that Delaney came over and we went to go to Are we now. recording? Yes, we've been recording this whole time. We went to go to In-N-Out and we were talking while we were in the drive-through and we drove past the speaker. We did not order. She's saying we, she means
1: I. Okay, well, I could have that. said like
0: I could have said I had not even realized that we were at the speaker and then we drove past the speaker and I was like, "Oh god. Oh no. We didn't order." And then she tried to she tried to back up. But then you can't back up because there there are other people and the other people were already ordering and the person that's at the window is like looking at us because, I mean, she knows we we done goofed. So then we had to get to the front and then we had to order while we were already in the line. And then they didn't know which order was ours because now everything's out of order. It completely threw off their rhythm. We threw them off their rhythm. To our credit. Uh Uh-huh. We got distracted because we were talking about Wicked. <laughs> That's true. So, really on brand for us. Very, the most on brand. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to someone else's, else's Problem, the, the podcast, podcast,
1: where you ask us questions. And we give you answers. Wait, hold on. It's not quite like let's that. Let's do it again. It's like, you ask us questions and, and we give and you like and advice and musical and theater musical songs. songs. Yeah. yeah. Like it's let's like do-
0: that. Oh, Let's start over. Okay, so. Welcome, Welcome to, to Someone Else's Problem, problem of the podcast. podcast where you ask us questions. About like personal
1: problems and things. And we give you advice. And musical theater song recommendations. I'm Aaron chalakian And I'm Delaney Peterson. I didn't I, I spent so much time like oh thinking of God. songs for this episode that I did not come up with an alias. Though the reason that it took me that it was so hard for me to like find songs this week is because I got obsessed with Six of the Musical. And so it's been like pulling teeth to get myself to listen to anything anything else. but that yeah, yeah like i'll get in the car and I'll be like okay i'll listen to this like you know radio station of broadway songs and try to like get some inspiration
0: but then each song it's you're like, like oh this isn't as good as this that. isn't six the musical yeah not, and that's not that's not, not what i'm here for yeah today.
1: i couldn't fit i couldn't fit anything from six the musical into today's episode but i'm talking about it now so i guess technically so I so listen to that do you want to go ahead and read the first question sure Cool. Sure. Here we go.
0: Okay. Question one. I'm an English major in my third year of college, but I'm finding that I don't enjoy my major. I don't find it particularly interesting. I feel like I picked it in default without putting much thought into why. Should I stay with a major I hate and graduate a quarter early or switch majors to something I may like better, but have to stay in college an extra year? Money slash finance is not an issue if I decide to stay longer. So I guess my question is more about, is it better to finish school early with a degree I don't necessarily love and get on with the rest of my life or pursue a field of study I might love and take the time to be in a school a little bit longer before entering the real world.
1: Okay. I think you should switch your majors. I 100% agree.
0: Like absolutely.
1: It's money and finances are not an issue. You'd only be in school an extra year,
0: which is nothing, nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I was in school for five years. That was, and it's like a blink of an eye. I'm out yeah. of, I'm out of college and it feels like I was not, never in college.
1: Right. And it doesn't sound like you're absolutely miserable at your school or in college. Right. So it's not like you were counting on getting out a semester early and like spending the extra year is just going to be like too much for your mental health. It doesn't sound like that's the situation. If that is, then reevaluate based on that. But
0: it honestly sounds like you should go for it. And honestly, I don't think jumpstarting your life should be a worry to you because one extra year and then that jumpstart of your life, having training in something that you actually enjoy and finding the finding a way to enjoy your final two two years of college, that I think is more paramount than getting out of college in a hurry. In a hurry. And if yeah. you're
1: if you're switching your major to something that you love and will be excited to find a job in that field it might be an easier transition into the real world once you do actually finish rather than graduating with an English major not really feeling passionate about the jobs you'll be pursuing with that major with that degree
0: I always say that if you're So I was, I came from a family where it was just like, go and get that piece of paper. Mm -hmm. They didn't really care in terms of what my major was. They just knew that I needed that piece of paper to survive for the rest of my life. So I picked theater because I was like, that's the only thing that I could see myself spending four years talking about. Mm-hmm. So if English doesn't do that for you, pick something that you know that you could spend time on. And especially if you, if you are choosing to switch and then you're adding an, another year, pick something that that last year It'll won't make it feel, worth it. yeah, won't feel like an any extra year. Yeah. It'll feel like you are studying something that you were always meant to study. Yeah. And if you, if you still don't know what that
1: is, that's a different question. Yeah. Because it sounds like you're not like, but I really love this major and I really want to do that.
0: Right. You still it still sound...
1: Yeah. you said something I might love. So I do think that you, you should change your major and pick something that you might love. And if you don't, then it's just an, an extra year. Yeah. And then you might have to reevaluate again. Yeah. If there know?
0: isn't a major that tops English at this point, then maybe don't. Yeah. Maybe you just suffer through your last year get through it but if there is something out there it's that you can look at it name. and it's calling your name and you know that you won't regret that switch switch it
1: yeah and in th- i think it is I-, I think it would be wise to remember john Mullaney and his uh rage about his english degree and the fact that he made that decision when he was a teenager
0: i thought that exact same yeah. thing yeah If you haven't seen that bit from John Mulaney about college in Kid Gorgeous, you have to look at it. He has a very wise quote. He says, what even is college? Stop going until we figure it out. Here's what I'll say, too, is that at this time, you think that this is the biggest choice you're going to make in your entire lifetime. It's not. Right. Exactly. It is one of many choices you're going to make. Stay in the college bubble. Get through it. If you want to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Songs! Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, you will. So um, I picked songs about choosing and pursuing a path. Mm-hmm. So the first one I picked is Everlasting from Tuck Everlasting. Nice. And it's the moment when Winnie is deciding whether to drink the water from the stream and become, you know, immortal like the Tuck's. Or to return to her regular life and just live out a normal lifetime. Kind of higher stakes than what you're going through now. Just a little, just a little, just a little bit. <laughs> not, you know, you're not, this is not literally life and death for you. It kind of is in the grand scheme and talk everlasting about life and death. Right. Um, but yeah, it is about being at a crossroads of sorts
0: absolutely where there's no obvious right answer i picked breathe from in the heights i knew you were going to which is why i, didn't I and it. you know what's so funny is <laughs> i sat down and i was like delaney is either going to pick breathe or knows that i'm going to breathe (laughs) breathe if you don't know anything about it it's from in the heights it's the character nina is coming home for break for college but she has not told anyone that she actually dropped out so she lost her scholarship because she was doing too many other jobs she couldn't pay for books all of these things and then breathe is just a, a solid moment where she gets to reflect and decide what her next choice is really what she's saying to herself is, how do I tell these people what I've chosen? How do I decide what my next move is? without hurting the people that care the most about me. It's a really great song to listen to for anybody in college. Lynn manuel Miranda did a really great job of showing all of the things that a college person thinks of. <laughs> a college person? <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the persons of college. Can I get the college person discount? I would like a college person
1: discount, please. My second pick is Find Your Grail from Spamalot.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good.
1: Yeah, so it's from, you know, Spamalot, which is based on Monty Python. The Holy Grail, loosely. I pulled up the lyrics, but there's no point reading them because it's just find your, grail. find your Grail. Oh yeah, you have to choose find your grind it yeah, find that find grail. grail. So yes, ultimately you are going to have to, to decide what your Grail is. Sounds like it's not English major. I don't know why I said that. I was going to say sounds like it's not English, but then that didn't sound right either. Sounds so like I it ain't English on major.
0: major. <laughs> sounds like you ain't gonna be a major in the English. This is a major problem hey i don't, I don't like anyway it. yeah so find your grail from spam a lot i picked start over from big fish i don't know a lot about big fish i'm tr- i'm i we've talked about this a lot that we that we both need to like like listen to more musicals yeah. as much as we can so i've been doing that now that i have spotify premium i looked at that musical and i saw a song called start over and i was like interesting and i listened to it and i was like it's pretty good so try that I don't know much about it either. So we'll listen (laughs) to it together. Yes. Well, I think
1: Big Fish, last time I checked on Spotify, it only had like four songs from the musical. Maybe it has more now. I
0: think it has more. Oh, okay. That's good.
1: Yeah. It had just like a little preview. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Next question.
1: How to feel worth it in the theater industry?
0: Woof. Oh, that's a a loaded question, my friend. So here's what I'll start with. I want to say that it depends on what your stress is in theater. Yeah. But it doesn't really. I could give you a more defined piece of advice if I knew, like, how to feel worth it in the theater industry as a lighting designer. How to feel worth it if you're a performer and all of that.
1: Let's say that it's this. Let's say that it's, how do I feel worth it when they're, uh, because I'm projecting onto you, letter writer, because this is something that I feel is a common problem. Like, how do I feel worth it in the theater industry when I feel that they're like, I have the same level of talent as
0: everybody absolutely. else or a lower level and of talent. that was the and second thing I was going to say. Yeah, that applies across acting, singing, lighting. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was that was the second thing I was going to say in terms of you can only feel worth it if you look at what you're doing. As what it is. Yes. You can't look at... And we talk about this all the time on this podcast. You can't compare your art to other people's art. You can't compare your success to other people's success. You have to define what your definition of success is and what your definition of worth is if that is something that you're thinking about. I struggle with this a lot. There's another thing we talk about is that I do so much in theater and I wear so many different hats that I often get told that I need to funnel and think of only one thing in order to succeed in the theater industry like if i'm if i am just a director then i'll be able to skyrocket way more than if i'm also a carpenter a scenic artist and all that jazz but i have decided to not listen to those people because my success is defined through all of the the abilities that i have and all of the jobs that i have i have brought upon myself and also um
1: this is like a more like practical tip i think rather than like general advice but like the way to feel worth it is to tell yourself that you're worth it
0: absolutely Um, i had
1: in one of my classes we had like a guest lecturer who came in and did a like a goal sheet with us Mm -hmm. um and it was based on like the law of attraction principle where you write down yeah. yeah where you write down the goals that you have the reason I liked it was not just because you're looking at big goals and thinking like someday I'm going to be doing that but you're breaking it down into what are three things I can do this month that will
0: take me closer to that what are three things I can do this year and to add to that I was told a long time ago to make a list of all of the accomplishments I just put air quotes around accomplishments that you receive throughout a month or that you are that you Mm -hmm. that you do without within that month or year or whatever and an accomplishment could literally be I sent out my my resume today yeah i went to an audition today yeah i i heard back from someone even if that is a no even yeah. if what you heard exactly, back from was yeah. a no it's that's still so an accomplishment yeah you still put yourself out there and you still heard something back um it's some it's
1: some kind of momentum and forward motion yeah. rather than just staying still and the other thing that he had us do on our goal sheets was he had us write three limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves. Oh wow. And it was like therapy for us. Like it was That's just really so mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. So we had to write three limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves about why we couldn't achieve these goals. And then on the back of the paper he had us write three reasons why though each of those things were not true. I love that. Yeah. And it was it was challenging because I think we We want to cling to those limiting beliefs. We want to think, like, I'm not good enough for this. I'm not pretty enough for this. And then you have to flip it and say, you know, this person and this person and this person have gotten work, even though, like, they're not, like, the most
0: gorgeous person in the world. I've gotten this (laughs) opportunity before And that had, that proved to me that I'm capable, all of those things. One
1: of my limiting beliefs at the time
0: was that I had
1: pretty severe anxiety. Yeah. And like the, the reason that I thought that I told myself that that wasn't going to limit me anymore was that I had already done so many things I never thought I would be able to do because of my anxiety. And so that, that meant that I could keep doing them. So that is a really like tangible way to Tell yourself that you're worth it by literally like debating with yourself. Like, yeah. Writing down why you feel you're not worth it and then fighting Telling, yourself. Yeah, find, coming up with yeah. the
0: evidence that it's not true. Having that debate. Yeah. Songs. You go first. I go first. So the first thing I picked was maybe this time from Cabaret. Nice. Because I I don't think that she's speaking about a man in this situation. And and I think that's how I would portray it if I were directing this is that it's not about the men in her life it's about everything in her life it's about maybe this maybe this time I'll win it won't be I'll win this relationship I'll win this dude I'll win whatever it's literally just about winning in general so um, I think this song is really great for feeling worth it in the in the theater industry especially in any artist's industry is that maybe this time I will win against myself. Maybe this time I will win that next gig and prove something to myself. Maybe this time I'll feel worth it.
1: I picked two iconic I Want songs. Love it, pretty much. Um, the first is Defying Gravity from Wicked. Aww. Because I think, I do think you'll feel worth it when you want it so bad. Yeah. When you want it that bad, you will start to see things in yourself that uh, that make you Deserving of opportunities and of work, um, and that song is so,
0: so well written. Yeah, and it's the- so,
1: like we were talking about Wicked when I drove through the drive-through and missed the the speaker where we just mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and we we're talking about how it is overdone and a victim of its own hype in some ways because you know a lot of time has passed and we're kind of over Wicked, but it's still so good on a technical level and on an emotional level yeah. and on a nostalgic
0: level. Yeah. And also she keeps saying, I'll try defying gravity, all of these, th- all of that. And that's, isn't that what it is? You yeah. know, you're going to try something that's impossible yeah. and th- what you've deemed impossible. Yeah. But isn't trying all we can do? Yeah. And then when she,
1: and like, then like when she, she does it. flies and says, so if you care to find me, look to the Western sky, like,
0: that's gonna be you after you try to be worth it in the theater industry you will yeah. be worth it in the theater industry you're gonna fly around on a yes. Yeah,
1: we should be motivational speakers and, and just, just do, do that,
0: that. <laughs> what oh what you didn't see is that delaney and i are punching the air in a v shape but we're both doing it at the same time so it's we're, we're still doing it we stuff. have so, not stopped it's still happening we're gonna do this for the rest of the episode,
1: so it's good. It's kind of. I'm just gonna like shift get into an arm workout. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I should probably unlock my you phone though for this next
0: song. Song. Uh, the next one I put, I picked the music and the mirror from a chorus line. So I thought the first thing I thought of obviously was a chorus line in general for this question, but I I really wanted to give you something that wasn't the usual. Like, God, I hope they get it. I hope they get it. You know, because who doesn't? Because. <laughs> um so i really i looked at all the songs i listened to most of them just to find the one that i felt made the most sense in this instance in the beginning of this song she it's it's a scene and she's asked why do you need this job you could get any job Like you could be a star, you're better than the chorus. And she responds and says, I am not a star, I'm a dancer. And then she goes into this song about what dancing means to her and literally the the music in the mirror and her being alone in a dance room and all that stuff. I think that that scene is really strong for this question, because somebody believes in her, but she still knows what she loves the most you know it's not about what somebody else sees it's about what she sees and being a star is not the only measure of success absolutely worthiness and that's the thing too is she's she's not she's not knocking herself down a peg by wanting to be a dancer she's following her dream and her dream is to be a dancer in the chorus and then there are people that are like oh but you you know you're a star you know they want to be a star so that's a really great song too especially just in terms of defining what's important to you
1: my second pick is something's coming from west side story just another like good i want song that's just really beautiful too like i love west side story last night i was hanging out with a friend and ended up quoting be cool boy again and just realizing like, cool. how much I quote that in my daily life and uh,
0: be coolly cool.
1: Keep coolly cool Keep coolly cool boy. Yeah, something's coming is what it sounds like. Tony just has this good feeling. He just has this sense that his life is about to change. And he doesn't know when it's coming, but it's going to be great. And then he meets Maria. And arguably, it doesn't end all that great because he dies. But but their love is still... For a while, it's pretty Pretty love-y. rad, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. It's pretty coolly cool, boy. <laughs> that love you guys got there, that's pretty coolly cool. I dare you to go up to couples and say that on Valentine's Day. Okay, I will. You know what I'm doing on Valentine's Day? What? I'm going to see the Lego movie with my friend Lissa. Nice. And I'm very excited about Good. it.
1: Good. I'm very excited for you to tell couples at the Lego movie that, that their, their love is, is coolly cool. cool.
0: I'm going to do it. And then... <laughs> I have to tell you this because I just did finger guns the other day I was at work and I was really tired because I, I got called into work for the second day in a row because my coworker was sick and I was walking to go somewhere. And my boss at the same time walked through a side door. So we just kind of came at each other at the same time. And I looked at him and I did two finger guns (laughs) and I went, it's that guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then immediately lost it, laughed my butt off. Every story you tell about yourself at work is so There's so much classic error. And then I looked at him and Fantastical. He, Fantastical. <laughs> but I went, is that guy? And then he looked at me Same and he energy. goes, never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> is that guy? So you know. But- <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> And then it gets better because that <laughs> happened on the morning show, right? Uh-huh. And then we had like a three-hour break in between shows. Mm-hmm. And I came back for the second show of Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. and I had napped in between. Mm-hmm. So I that morning was gone from my brain because I had napped, right? <laughs> Did you do it again? Listen, I'm sitting there and we're talking and I said something dumb again. I don't, I don't even know what I said, but I know it was dumb. And then Brody looked at me and he went, it's that guy. <laughs> and I looked at him. and I was like, do you, you realize what you've just done? Because I had forgotten. (laughs) And now I will never stop. So I'm going to see him every day and go, he's that guy. I'm so
1: glad. All right. You want to read our next question? Yes, I do.
0: Okay. What's your best advice on how to tell relatives, parents, nosy adults about what your plans are? I'm asking you both, Jimmy and Sarah, you musical (laughs) theater power couple, when you're pursuing a career in the arts have to make a living and pay bills, but your dreams are all jobs in the low or non-paying theater slash film world, how do you feel confident in talking about your survival job slash the things you're trying to achieve without feeling judgmental of yourself? I realize this is like five questions and totally loaded, but I love you guys and respect ya. Okay, thanks! so let's start out with the elephant in the room <laughs> jimmy and sarah aren't here jimmy and sarah are not here this was a question uh from back in the day
1: <laughs> a couple weeks ago from our fresmo episode yeah from when when they posted on their social media asking for questions on the forum
0: and there were a few that were specific to them and this, this one did the cut no <laughs> we actually recorded before this one came in yeah and it's such a good question that we still had to keep it in originally we were going to ask jimmy and sarah to like record something and send it to us so we could edit it in and we definitely did not do that yeah, so now you're just gonna get up. us
1: sucker yeah but i don't know maybe we can ha, maybe sucker. we can ask them and they'll just like send us a why are you
0: bothering me text right because jimmy's living his dr- living his dream in new york and True, yeah sarah's down the street so i mean <laughs> But to answer your question to our best ability, this is actually okay. I want to talk about this real quick because I went to a counseling session with my mom this week, which is like really new for me because I haven't done, I haven't gone to therapy since I was 18, 17 or 18. And I went to therapy back when my sister, back when there was just a falling out in my family and we went to the same person that I went to then and my mom and I sat down and we just talked through a lot of our issues because I'm 23 and I still live at home I've never lived anywhere else so obviously I'm getting a little restless and antsy because I want to move out and my mom doesn't truly understand my artistic life like she does and she's supportive of it but when I got my sixth job at Starbucks she was mad like, it wasn't a supportive, I'm so glad that you have another job. She was mad because she thought I was wasting my time. And um, my, my counselor, my therapist, her name's Patricia, she described it perfectly. And she looked at my mom and me and she said, artists have this crazy way of making their their lives fit together like a quilt. That they will have all of these different patches coming from all of these different areas. And they know how to sew it together because that's their only option. Because what are they going to do with all these patches? You know, they can't stack them on top of each other. They have to make a nice and beautiful quilt. So that was the perfect way of describing I to my love mother. that. Right? Like and I, I was... want to just clip that out. And keep that forever. Seriously, because, and I have not stopped thinking about it since she said it, because that's exactly what I've been trying to explain to my mom, and she said it in less than two sentences, that just because I have a sixth job does not mean that I'm missing out on my other artistic things that I'm going to do it just means that I have another paycheck and another thing to fill the two days the two weeks in between gigs because in artists in artists life is not linear it's not anything that you can control and it's not anything that's consistent it's constantly a roller coaster that you just cannot get off of yeah. so having something that really connects you to a base is what is most important yeah so I got this job to ensure I know that I'm going way off track. But Well, I got this I, but job. the reason
1: that I picked this question is because I know you just got hired at Starbucks and I thought this might
0: be something yes, you'd be exactly. like. And that was the reason I the reason I did this this extra job is because in between my gigs, I'll have months, weeks, anything where I know that my next paycheck is going to be a big one, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be anytime soon. Right. You know, so yeah. that worked out really nicely. But I, and that's the thing too, is I'm, for my age and in my career, I am very successful. I'm fine with saying that because I've learned how to say it. It took me a while and I'm here now. But I have a lot of jobs happening all at the same time. I but
1: that but that doesn't it's still not necessarily a stable income because yes. of how sporadic it can be despite exactly. its nature.
0: So when I explain to people that don't understand an artist's life and I say, oh, I'm choreographing this show and I'm assistant directing this show and I'm doing all this stuff and I also work at Starbucks and i it doesn't make sense. It never will make sense. And I think what you need to get to is the point where instead of looking at that description and going, oh God, this, is, this isn't going to make sense to these people or I'm going to sound dumb, you need to take ownership of the incredible things you're doing, even if the paycheck is not what somebody else would would want to receive. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if you've heard Letter Writer, but it's kind of hard to pay the rent. Kind of hard to pay bills. Absolutely. Like there's no shame in having as many jobs as you need to take care of that. Especially if already
0: three quarters of those jobs are something that you love to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or if you're still just working a a pay the bills job while you're pursuing what you love as a hobby trying to get your foot in the door trying to do that because at least you're moving forward at least you're trying
0: and you say that that most of the things you really enjoy doing are low paying gigs and in tv and film and theater and all of that all of that and that's great don't don't knock yourself down a peg just because you're not getting getting a paycheck yeah you're still doing something that one you enjoy yeah. And two is getting you that exposure and those connections and all of that is so important. The only reason that I have this assistant directing gig coming up that is paid, assistant directing gig that is paid is because I just took one an hour and a half away from me that wasn't paid. I had to suffer for a month to make sure that I made connections and they've paid off. So don't don't write yourself off yeah. just because you're not getting it in paper.
1: Yeah, and I also want to say... Because you brought it up again, I hadn't noticed this part of the question. Your dreams are all jobs in the low or non-paying theater film world. That so you're not your dreams aren't even like I wanna be a big star and make millions. Your dreams are very modest. And yes. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting a life that is perfect for you, but maybe not like full of fame and glory and this like huge, exciting life. Maybe you just want what you what you want you know it's 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 a smaller scope than what other people may wish for but that doesn't and like that sounds super attainable too um but yeah you're gonna have to pay the bills still so just just feel rooted in the fact that you know that you love what you're doing and you love what you're trying to do
0: yeah and a lot of low-paying theater and film stuff happens during hours that 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 aren't during regular jobs you yeah. know so, so if, you if that both. means that you need to get a job that is sturdy and stable enough for you to pay the bills but you have that time on the, the weekends or the, the evenings, evenings to do the theater that you enjoy and the dreams that you have for yourself then there's no shame in that there is no shame in that the only reason there would be shame in that is if you have decided that there is or that if you're falling into the trap that other people have already set for you so really take a moment and take stock in that take stock in the fact that you know what you want that is incredible you know yeah. that, that you've made it very clear in this question that you know what you want what you want you want to be out because the sun's she warm <laughs> what do you want you want to be study stuck inside your dorm what do you want you want to be partying with us all night long what do you want to be strong be, be strong. strong oh duh
1: so yeah has aaron mentioned in this episode that she's choreographing legally well <laughs> yeah i should probably
0: start um i should probably start choreographing that because uh rehearsals started they're almost done learning music oh it's almost my turn oh <laughs> i should probably uh do some work <laughs> you know earn that paycheck <laughs> yeah yeah So. <laughs> <gasps>
1: so my first pick is a summer in ohio from I the last five years one. really and
0: then i didn't do that one good i'm glad we're on the same page we're doing the we're doing the v-arms again <laughs> but we're this just... time it's more like a vita yeah on the, step, on the, step. <laughs> like, on the steps of the palace or like, i mean, <laughs> not wrong or like at the end of a show and you're like <gasps> <sighs> yeah you guys know
1: you get it this is a, you a can't see us but you know so a summer in Ohio is when Kathy is uh, working. I what I assume is a low-paying theater job in yeah, Ohio. In Ohio,
0: um, she's playing Anita in the matinee. She's, she's touring again for the summer. Yeah, and so it's it's enough to pay the bills. Yeah, and you don't have to pay room aboard. And Ro- it's room not, aboard. It's I like that room it's, aboard. It's not ideal,
1: but it's. Uh, she's working with. Is it. it
0: just that you're disappointed to be touring again for the summer? anyway
1: yeah yeah i she is i think she's i think <laughs> she is you, um. you hit it right on the head <laughs> right on the head there jamie i hate jamie so much um so yeah somewhere in ohio from the last five years i picked on the right track from pippin nice
0: on the right track take it easy uh it, that song is one of my jams anytime it comes on on a shuffle thing I am so ready to partay. I love it. And I think that honestly, that, I think that song is one of one of my one of my jams. I think I was going to pick a different word. I think that song is one of, one of my yams. yams, And because that is the way she speaks to him is the kind of way or it's a she most recently. It was a he back in the day is, is something that I need to do for myself where she's just like, dude, what? Why are you freaking out? Just, you got this. You're on the right track. Just keep doing it. Keep following the track because you're on the right one.
1: Yeah. Um, The second song I picked is a little off the wall, but go with me. Okay. I'm not that smart from, uh, I was going to write down the full title. I just wrote Spelling Bee. 25th 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 annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. That's what I was going to (laughs) say.
0: 25th (laughs) annual Putnam (laughs) County Spelling Bee. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. In all of the t- in all that? of the weeks that we have been recording in my theater room, today is the first time that somebody has opened the garage that is literally right below us. Yeah,
1: that was loud. That
0: was scary. Um,
1: Still. so and I'm not that smart. The character talks specifically about how his family always like says that he's dumb. And like compared to his his homeschooled siblings, mm-hmm. he's not the smartest among them. But he loves to spell, and he can do that. And that's
0: a thing he's good at. Yeah. So
1: I think in terms of like when you're when you're talking to your nosy family members and having those Thanksgiving conversations, it's like, what have you been up to? How's theater going?
0: <laughs> and you can be like, it's
1: great. Yeah. I think just just you can you can feel a kinship with uh with i'm not that smart <laughs> or,
0: not i might be smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> i might be smart i love that song i might be worth it in the theater industry it's not that question but that was just the first i think thing it I ties together really yeah. nicely
1: last question I met this guy on Tinder, and he's the first person I've really fallen for since I was with my ex-boyfriend. We were together three and a half years, and it ended amicably, then badly. He was an ass and almost deaf cheated. Almost two years ago, I hated who I was when I was with him because I felt like I was clingy and let my life revolve around him. The trouble is, I'm scared to let my guard completely down and admit just how much I like this new guy because I don't want to become that person again. Help! Baby! Baby,
0: darling!
1: Three and a half years is such a long relationship to too to not like who you were in that relationship yeah that is really hard that's it's like there's no way around it that is going to be um a hard pattern to break
0: i relate because i hated who i was when i dated my ex as well Mm -hmm. and it's taken me a really long time to look at who i was when i dated him Mm -hmm. and find the good in her rather than the bad because when you're in a relationship with someone like that they constantly tell you the bad yeah so you only view yourself as the bad yeah but i look at i look at who i was then and i think wow she gave every part of herself because yeah she there were loved ways in which so you hard. were
1: yeah you were a very supportive partner yeah. you were like very affectionate like there were a lot there of l- ways there's so many things, great girlfriends yes. and
0: even and i will say too that we've talked about clinginess before we've yeah. talked about what the definition of clingy really is, where that comes from. Um, You might think that you were clingy because he made you feel clingy, but I bet you anything, you were just in love. Possibly. (laughs) It was probably a normal...
1: Yeah, but I think it's really common to have, um, in, in relationships like that, to have an unhealthy level of attachment Very because true. Very you true. feel insecure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of clinginess is codependent, and that's not healthy. Like, clingy is, you know, fine. Right. Codependency is unhealthy and damaging to both people. Right. So evaluate which which one you felt you were in that relationship. And
0: I think as for this new guy, really test yourself in terms of that in the sense of do I need to be with this person every single day? Do I need to text this person every single hour, every single second? Because if I do, There might be a codependency that I'm, that is brewing.
1: And talk to him about it, too.
0: Yeah. Like, like I want you to be open, and if you ever feel like I am too much, I need you to tell me, because I'm not very good at noticing.
1: Yeah. And it would be awesome if he could tell you in a way that is not mean. Right. Like, don't say with it if he tells you in a way that's mean like
0: god leave me alone <laughs> yeah, you suck you're so clingy that's
1: mean get off my um, arm but if he says i need you know to have some alone time for a little for like a day don't take that personally right listen i need so much listen. alone time and it's never anything personal and i'm not saying that this guy is like me and needs that no it's but, you. uh, <laughs> you're the guy <laughs> what
0: <laughs> who's that girl yeah. who fell in love with me well, who didn't? Am I right, listeners? Yeah, probably. Uh,
1: I did get Doc Martens, so I'm yes. Extremely she got, she powerful. got Doc
0: Martens. She got new glasses coming in the mail. Yeah, she's got. I'm gonna be able to see. I'm gonna be so powerful. She's 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 really hitting her top form. <laughs> um, I will say that it's another week where Delaney is dressed to the nines, and I am in. <laughs> I oh, Delaney, I did something dumb. I bought lululemons i should not have done that because i get that i understand the hype now sure and i'm obsessed with them and i never want to take them off yeah i'm I'm mad about it because they're so expensive yeah they're
1: so expensive remember the story about the girls who got murdered in
0: there no
1: or was it a lululemons or was it a studio i feel like it was a lululemons
0: Somebody was murdered in a Lululemon. <laughs> Damn it, Delaney. But back to back to letter writer. Yeah, I understand being scared to let your guard down, and I'm not gonna tell you right here, right now, let it down, girl. Break those walls, because that's not that's not what we're about. Especially Delaney and me, we're we're not about breaking down walls, real quick, real quick. Yeah, but we're about you know brick by brick.
1: Yeah, or like finding a a conveniently located door in the wall and going yeah. through that, and yeah,
0: and peeping out first. Yeah. Look in both ways. And then t- put one foot in, put one foot out, put one foot in, then and you shake, shake it all about. about. You do the hulky pokey and you turn yourself around. Did you just say the hulky pokey? My, my tongue did something weird. I, I I heard it and I was like, oh no, I hope that wasn't real. And then you yep. had to call me out. You do the hulky pokey, <laughs> which is, um, it's the hulky pokey, but you're dressed like the Hulk. And you turn yourself around. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, man. Song. Oh, we're not doing that. (laughs) Oh, that's what it's all about. Clap, clap. That's what it's all all about. about. Songs. Songs. We're not on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) We were on the same page um, for three quarters of this episode. Yeah.
1: I feel like I, so I feel like we were light on advice for that question, but I think I picked really good songs for this one because I think this is a situation where, where
0: music will speak louder than our words. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. So you go first. Okay. Um. I picked The History of Wrong Guys from Kinky Boots. Nice. I almost picked that. The History of Wrong Guys. I will say, as a director, if you bring this song in for an audition, I will not cast you. That's mean. I didn't Fair. mean it like that. I just mean, like, unless it's perfect for the character i don't want to hear this song anymore i'm over it but mm-hmm. i do think it's good for this kind of thing because she is she's taught she's discussing all of the dumb guys that she's dated and all of the dumb guys that everybody's dated but she's also talking about the guy that she's newly obsessed with and has this love for and she's afraid that he's gonna just gonna be another one of the wrong guys mm-hmm. so that's like i like i found that i realized that song was perfect so yeah it, so. it's
1: totally perfect my first pick is stay from amelie Oh uh, my gosh, I
0: listened to that this week. It's so good. I saw that at the Amundsen. I with, thought you did. I was going to with Pippa.
1: Pippa. Hold on. Pip, pip, hooray. Pip.
0: <laughs> Delaney just
1: looked at me with the biggest eyes. I really liked that. Okay, hold while I uh, pulled the lyrics.
0: Absolutely not. Erin. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Stop.
1: So she says, stay where you are, don't come too close, and don't go too far. I'll make you count to one hundred, so I'll have a good chance to hide. Don't expect me to play fair. Move in. I'll move even deeper inside. I like you right there. I like you right there. So it's like a little. It's like a, it's a very like.
0: And he's on the other side of the door, right? Yeah. When she's saying
1: this, so it's like it's very flirty but very cautious. Yeah. And it's about that moment before you like
0: dive into something. Yeah.
1: Before you're ready, you're like, this is perfect
0: right here because I'd rather have. This moment that feels perfect before we make it not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> before we ruin it.
1: Yeah. Aww. It's a pretty song. That's
0: beautiful. Yeah. I picked Vacation from Head Over Heels, which is closing on Broadway or just closed recently or something like that. Um, and it's a jukebox, jukebox, jukebox hero. It's a jukebox musical comedy with music and lyrics from the catalog of The Go-Go's. So Vacation, you've all heard. And I sang it to Delaney (laughs) earlier. (laughs) I went, I went, I think I, I have one of the songs that I'm picking stuck in my head. And I almost sang it and Delaney was like, oh, and then literally three seconds later when I tuned out and started to do something on my computer, I went, vacation's (laughs) all I ever wanted and just immediately started singing it. So I I blew it. But also she said, I don't know what that's from. And uh, honestly, shame on you because this is a a well-known song because it's a jukebox musical. This This is is a song from the Go-Go's. I was homeschooled. (laughs) Um, So this song, I like the beginning of this song and the lyrics are thus. I thought you were going to say I like the beginning of this song, but not the rest of it. The chorus feels odd compared to the rest of the song. So that's why I like the beginning of the song for this answer. But then it gets to the chorus of, Vacation's all I ever wanted. Vacation have to get away. And it's like, okay, that's not... Don't listen to that part. (laughs) Skip the chorus. Uh, But it starts out and it says... Can't seem to get my mind off of you, so fa- so far from home with nothing to do. Now that I'm away, I wish I'd stayed. Tomorrow's a day of mine that you won't be in. When you looked at me, I should have run, but I thought it was just for fun. I see I was wrong. I'm not so strong. I should have known all along that time would tell. A week without you, I thought I'd forget. Two weeks without you, and I still haven't gotten over you yet. The reason I chose this song is because if you were to listen to that mind of, oh, I don't want to be clingy, so I'm going to play. I'm going to say that play hard to get, but I know that's not what you're doing. It's just that you're testing your own abilities of clinginess but she really realizes that those those that time away is just making her realize how much she truly likes this person so yeah i just thought that fit i don't yeah. know sometimes i don't do well at explaining my no, songs. that's a good one i was just looking at the
1: lyrics Thank for my you. next <laughs> next song your turn <laughs> okay so the second one i picked is with so little to be sure of from anyone can whistle
0: anyone um, can whistle that's what they say easy
1: i can't whistle Um. So it goes with so little to be sure of. If there's anything at all, I'm sure of here and now and us together. All I'll ever be, I owe you. If there's anything to be, being sure enough of you makes me sure enough of me. And then later, um, it's just like like oh yeah, everything that's thanks for everything we did, everything that's passed, everything that's over too fast. None of it was wasted. All of it will last. So even if. Things go awry with this Mm -hmm. new fella. None of it was wasted. All of it will last. Yeah. So, yeah, don't be scared. It's going to be okay. You got this, baby. You got this. You got this. (laughs) That just reminded me of Jason from The Good Place, who I love and adore. I love The Good Place. I just caught up on The Good Place and cried Um. like a baby. Have you not caught up yet? No, I
0: just did. Yeah. In, in my current life situation. Did you cry like a baby? Oh, I lost. I lost it. Let's let's end the podcast so we can talk about The Good Place some more. Okay, <laughs> we're going to go so that we can have secret
1: conversations. Secret off mic conversations about The Good Place. This conversation is
0: not for your ears. <laughs> <laughs> let's plug our social media Yeah, thanks for we? tuning in Thank this is so someone else's problem the podcast you can find us on apple podcasts spotify stitcher and anywhere else that you want to listen hopefully uh, <laughs> probably yeah pro- i think put so. it on I a lot of a pretty good job. yeah we are someone else show on twitter and instagram our instagram and twitter both have a link tree that will take you to our latest episode the episode that we guested on musicals with cheese with our good friend jess we love him so much and our tw- our twitter forum <laughs> our google forum that is where you can ask us questions and we will give you advice.
1: Yeah, send in some new ones. We love to hear we from you. We love questions. I'm, we love personal problems.
0: Yes, and our, our Gmail is someoneelesshow someone at gmail.
1: gmail.com. Yeah, you can also email us if that's your easier for you. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. The form uh, is anonymous. so Yeah
0: um i'm aaron chalakian you can find me on instagram at aaron underscore chalakian that's c-h-o-l-a-k-i-a-n my social security number is (laughs) my twitter is said
1: it and then beeped it out now that you now that you know how to bleep things out oh my
0: god ready no i'm not gonna do it (laughs) i'm too scared someone's gonna like know how to. i cut out the audio it's not even there but somebody still (laughs) through the beeps finds my social security number (laughs) i don't Um, think that's how it works it's not it's not uh my twitter is at Aaron Cho Styles.
1: I'm on Twitter at underscore Delaney Joyce and on Instagram at Delaney J. Peterson. I'm starting to use Instagram a little bit more. Yeah, like, you are. Yeah, like a little bit more like normal people use Instagram, I think. I used to like post once every two months. Good girl. Now I'm like on there for real.
0: Thank you for being there. Thank you for having me. Thank you for loving me. That the turkey song from Bob's Burgers. Oh, I've never seen Bob's well, Burgers. This is over forever. <laughs> And so it's this episode. Hi. Ah! <laughs> sounded worse this week. It was worse. That was bad. <laughs> like, it just didn't sound like a goat. It kind of <laughs> hurt, too. Oh, no.
1: You okay? I'm dying. <laughs>